Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm CB Drogi. This week, The Girl in the Room by J.V. Gotch. Alberto closed his eyes and took a deep breath. The fresh smell of soap from the flannel sheets filled him with memories. Being tucked in up to his chin, surrounded by those vivid images of his past, felt like time traveling. He was no longer a man in his forties, nor was he sleeping in his old room for the first time in over two decades, but a teenager again. Like a thunderstorm hitting on a summer day, the air thickened around him. He sensed his stomach clenching. The bed's familiar smell gave way to a subtle scent of earth, groundwater, and roots. An icy hand grabbed his ankle, pulling on it. A second hand held onto his other leg's knee, nails clawing on his hips. It felt as if someone was using him as a rope to get out of a deep well. He held his breath and clung to the sheets as those hands climbed up his chest to his shoulders. A warm, flowery breath close to his face made him shiver. Long time no see, whispered a soft voice, like a radio not completely tuned in. He kept his eyes closed and the sheets tight. He knew that his chest would shrink once he allowed that voice to be real. His heart now raging would stop and there would be no turning back. He took a deep breath and, as if finding the courage to jump off a cliff, He opened his eyes at once. Right in front of his face, a girl looked at him curiously. It took her a moment to recognize him. Even though she could sense, he was indeed her Alberto. Since the last time they had seen each other, wrinkles had filled his forehead. Dark circles had appeared under his eyes, full of fatigue and responsibility. Now a pair of glasses slept next to him on the nightstand. Numerous gray hairs were conquering his blonde beard, and inch by inch, his hair was threatening to make way for the family's baldness. My father is sick. I came back to help my mother, he replied, not daring to confess that the house was for sale, that his parents, too old, were moving in with him. Although he expected it, the fact that Camilla had not changed a bit left him helpless and facing his own weakness. The dark eyes that managed to glow in the dark, the barely drawn lips and the thick black hair were intact, frozen in death. She resembled the image of an old VHS tape seen a thousand times, almost clear but not quite there. She still was the ghost girl that had stolen his heart when he was nothing more than a frightened teen. In a second, 
He contemplated all the possibilities to keep the house, to move there, to live his remaining days with her. But each scenario was more absurd and impossible than the others. Camilla sat cross-legged in front of him on the bed, leaving him room to sit up. Someone has been leaving flowers on my grave, said Camilla with the intent of a question. Yes, I... I figured you'd know they were mine, and how sorry I am that we couldn't complete the ritual back then. It wasn't your fault. Sometimes the blood of the living simply doesn't have the strength to make it work. And I... Well, my disappearing... She smiled tenderly. If I hadn't, you wouldn't have this now. She said, pointing to his wedding ring. Alberto lowered his head, embarrassed when forced to remember that he had a life outside those four walls, his wife, his children. He wondered how much she knew about it, how hurt she was. Your parents talk about you, their grandchildren, how happy you are. Camilla answered the question he dared not ask. I like to sit on your bed and listen to them. But I have to confess that sometimes I lay here and imagine that they are talking about me, about my second chance. How silly is that? Alberto looked up and tried to focus on the image of the young ghost. He remembered the first time he had seen her. Right after they moved into that house, he was thirteen and terrified, disappearing under the sheets when she materialized in the corner. She smiled, standing by his bed, tenderly assuring him that she didn't mind sharing the bedroom. And so they did. Until his eighteenth birthday, right before he left for university. All he wanted now was to hug her, caress her cheek, wrap his fingers in her hair and bring her closer so he could kiss her. But he knew from experience that if he reached out and touched her, she would melt like watercolor in a pond. Camilla was able to concentrate and move objects to touch the living, but no one could touch her. At least, not when she was just smoke. So he just said, I'm very lucky, it's true, but I've never stopped thinking about you. Oh, and have I tried. The seconds turned into minutes, and yet the silence didn't become uncomfortable as they got lost in each other's eyes. There's a full moon. Do you think that... She asked hesitantly. I was hoping you would say it, he replied, allowing himself to forget about the real world, about Alberto the family man, the faithful husband. Camilla smiled. Her worn, semi-transparent cheeks turned red. She bit her little finger hard, letting out a drop of blood that instead of falling traced a path in the air, leaving a bright red smoky trail. Alberto took out a small knife, that was still hidden inside the mattress. That last cut would join the dozens of scars whose real origin he had never revealed to anyone 
Who would have believed him after all? His drop of blood, clear, real, alive, started its own impossible journey. They laughed when they realized their little game still worked after all those years. The two drops of blood met midair, the dead one and the alive. Like two animals, they went around in circles, recognizing each other, before deciding to merge into one. Camilla sighed with relief, preparing for what was coming. The tangible red thread Alberto's blood had created flowed through hers, making the smoky trail as real as his. When the clearness reached her skin, she felt the tingling that returned the flesh to her bones, making her human whole again as she once was, as she had been so many full moons next to him, as she should have been if Alberto's blood had been strong enough when they tried to make the change permanent. In just a few seconds, Camilla stopped being an image, and her voice sounded as if the radio had finally been tuned. Alberto lay down on the bed and opened the sheets to let her huddle next to him. I know you've sold the house, and you've just come to say goodbye, she said without looking at him. Laying her head on his chest to hear his heartbeat for one last night and steal some of the heat from his body. Alberto bent down to kiss her and hugged her tightly, trying to memorize every little detail. The taste of her lips, her cold hands, the smell of the sheets. This has been The Girl in the Room Written by J.V. Gatch Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash manowaker to find out more. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manowaker Studios Director of Dice is Ben Baston. The podcast is produced edited, and narrated by me, C.B. Drogi. You can follow me on Twitter at C-B-D-R-O-E-G-E. Thanks for listening.